Hey mamas, welcome to the Mom Chat Show where we talk all things motherhood and we keep it real, raw, and honest. And me and my new besties, we're ready to share it all with you. Yes, you heard right. All of it, the mistakes, the trial and errors, the ups, the downs, the emotional roller coasters, and the happy times too. So if you're ready to laugh, cry, learn, and just have a good time, then this is your podcast show. You're my people. Let's chat. I'm so glad that you were able to come on here with me. And I'm excited to hear your story. Thank you. It's my pleasure. All right. So I would love for you to go ahead and introduce yourself and tell me how long you've been a mom and just a little bit about your mom journey. Okay. So my name is Alexandria. Um, I'm the founder of Nourishing Our Home. It's a blog about motherhood, womanhood. We talk a little bit about um, all of those kinds of things that are related to those topics, a faith-based perspective. And I'm trained as a postpartum doula and I have a background in mental health as well. That's a little bit about me. And then um, again, I have a three-year-old. So um, I've been a mom for about three years. Um, I had two pregnancies before that, that ended in miscarriages. So I've had kind of a rough journey (laughs) into motherhood, so to speak. I had two miscarriages before my son, and then I've had two miscarriages after that. And we talk about that over on my blog as well. I'm pretty open about it for the most part. Kudos to you for deciding to create a business that out of something such like a hard time. I can totally relate to it because I went through three miscarriages myself Mm. and the process of it can just, it can be a lot mentally, physically, and to decide that you want to use something that is something that's hard for just somebody alone and decide to share it with somebody else and help them through that process and help them mentally shift to a better place um, is amazing. And I love that you're doing that. So I would love to know, like, what was the mental shift that took place? Like, what happened to make you decide that, you know what, I want to help somebody else that's going through this, despite the fact that you were going through your own tough times already. So what happened to make you decide that you wanted to make this a business, that you wanted to actually create a journey with other moms? I love that question. So what's funny is that when I first got pregnant, all of the times that I've gotten pregnant, um, we've waited almost through the first trimester to tell anybody. Um, Just because growing up, like that's what my mom did. That's what like people I knew did. Like for me, I knew, especially with my doula training, that miscarriage was something that happened, but I never heard people really talking about it. So when it happened to me, I was like, you know, what, what is wrong? Like it was never talked about. And then once I had my miscarriage and like, I shared it with a few people, actually, I found out that like some people in my circle, like had had miscarriages that I never knew about. And so it felt kind of lonely to me at first, especially because we hadn't told very many people. And so I guess I decided like, you know, I think that it's, it happens to more people than we realize. And so I wanted to kind of open that door, whether people want to share that information about themselves or not, just provide the, um, the reassurance that it's not just you and 
give some positive insight on how to move forward. Because I think like for me, especially at one point, I had this feeling like, what's wrong with my body? Like, what's wrong with me? And like, that's not a good feeling. And I think that it's important for women to understand that there's nothing wrong with your body when those things happen. And I think like, especially when we have multiple miscarriages, um, that kind of gets into you, like, really, like, if it happens one time, it's like, that's bad, sad, hurtful. But it's like, okay, um, you know, it, it happens to one in four women or, or something like that. But when it happens two, three, multiple times, it starts to be like, okay, what's, what's going on, especially for somebody who wants to have like several children. Um, so I think like, that's an important part for me is like, there's nothing wrong with your body. And I just want to make sure that people know that. Oh my goodness. That is so true. Cause I feel like it mentally, it plays this huge game with our head mm-hmm. and we start to feel like everything is our fault. I went inside. Inside, I was beating myself up because I felt like everything was my fault. I did something wrong. I didn't do this. I didn't do that. I needed to do more of this. And this would have fixed it. When in actuality, a lot of the times it was going to happen no matter what you did. It happened. You know, there's, there isn't always a cause or a reason why it happened. It just did. And that can be so hard to take in that you had no control over that situation at all. It's difficult. It's very difficult. And that also makes me question, like, how are you able to get to that headspace of, you know what, I want to help others, but I'm going through a lot. Like, how did you get through it to get to that point? Because mentally, it took me a minute to get to the point of actually feeling aware enough and Mm -hmm. happy enough to even discuss it because of the pain. Me just not mentally being in the right headspace. I just couldn't, I couldn't even think of trying to help anybody because mentally I wasn't good. And it was honestly hard because I already had a kid while having a miscarriage. So now you're trying to care for another child while grieving for another baby all at the same time. So I'm trying to mentally like think, could I have helped somebody in that moment? And the answer to be real honest, I could not. So I would love to know, like, how are you able to get through those emotions to get to that point? Because emotionally I wasn't there. (laughs) I wasn't. Well, one thing that just came to my mind, as you were saying that last part, is that I think that our ability to be honest about that and be vulnerable about our own experience is the key to helping people. Um, Because I think like when we have a miscarriage, especially when only a few people know, it can be like this thing where you feel embarrassment or you feel like it's a hush-hush kind of topic. And it's really not. It's um, it's something that we can be open and talk about. And um, so I think vulnerability is something that we need to be aware of is helpful to people. And it might not be helpful at every moment, but 
Um, I think that is something to keep in mind, but also for me, um, and also I think healing is a journey, kind of stemming from that. Healing is a journey. There's still moments where, you know, I, I am emotional and, um, you know, I, I have tough days uh, from those experiences. And I think that accepting that as normal and just letting yourself go through those experiences as they come up and not getting stuck there, just letting them pass through is key to also being able to help anybody else. Um, because we can't hold things down into ourselves and not let ourselves heal if we want to help others heal as well. I think another thing um, is that even though we both agree that, you know, there's there's usually, it's not our fault that a miscarriage happened. Usually there's things that like, I don't, I encourage myself and everyone else to not allow us to fall into like a victim mentality. Like, you know, there's nothing that we can do because it's our body and, um, you know, we have tools that we can use to, you know, become more aware and more in tune with our body. And those tools can help us to improve our health, our fertility, and our overall, you know, well-being, whether we wind up getting pregnant or not, you know, just tuning into your own body and be healing yourself. Also, we have to be aware that it's not just, you know, the reproductive health, it's are you physically well? Are you emotionally well? Are you mentally well? Are you spiritually well? And I think that we have to be aware of all of these components. It's not just about your reproductive system. That is true. And that leads me to this question. So what things were you doing to strengthen those areas for your mental, your emotional, and your physical? Because I know for me, it took a lot of prayer, a lot of me having to kind of like come to to like what really happened and yeah. allowing myself to go through those emotions. So if I was angry, then allowing myself to be angry. And if I wanted to cry, then allowing myself to cry and not muting those emotions and understanding that this is how I feel and I need to release it. I can't harbor it. I can't hold on to it because it's mm -hmm. not going to be good for anyone in this household. Not yep. going to be good for my kid, my husband or anyone. So I have to allow myself to feel what I feel and Absolutely. deal with that the best way possible, but be true to what's really happening. Um, and I think that was the biggest realization that I had to go through was my emotions are my emotions and they're, you know, they matter. So I have to deal with those things the best way that I can. And that was, I think, the key to my healing. And then prayer was the second. And those are the two things I honestly feel like that kept me afloat. And I think most people probably would be surprised by that because most times they're honestly like, oh, well, you have a husband or you have this. But I think at times you forget that it's not saying that you should separate yourself because honestly, they are going through it just as much as you yeah. are. Yep. And, but the process of the healing is very different. His was more so internal, but it was very guarded. I feel like yeah. men guard theirs a whole yeah. lot more because they feel like they have to be the strong one. Right. And 
as women, depending on the type that you are, um, we tend to show our emotions a little bit more. It's harder for us to kind of like guard that. And I honestly feel like I'm kind of glad that it's hard for us to do that. Because <laughs> <laughs> there's uh, no way I would be able to hold all the emotions that I carry naturally, you know? Yeah. Um, so because of that, we showed it so differently and our healing process was very different. And for me, it took me having to see and realize that I need to go through a process to understand what's mm. happening so that I can get on the other side and heal and go through those things. But I had to be aware of it first yeah, in order for me to go to the other steps. I had to acknowledge like you're hurting right now and that's okay. Yeah. That's okay. You're hurting. And now that you know that you're hurting, how are you going to deal with those emotions? Are you going mm-hmm. to just go through it? And that's what I decided. Or are you going to put it into other things? And I think some people decide either they're going to put those emotions into another thing to kind yeah. of like get through it, or they're just going to allow the emotions to just come as they come. And I think in that mindset for me, I was at that point where I really didn't know of all the great things that are out there now. Right. So where I was just like, I'm going to do what I can and what I do know what to do, which is allowing myself to just deal with the emotions the healthiest way that I can. So yeah, it, it comes and goes. And I think that's a journey within itself. So yes. yeah, yeah. We end up realizing we're way stronger than what we realize. Absolutely. But in that moment, you just really <laughs> don't know how you're going to react, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I love that you brought up like the difference between like us and our significant other. Both of us go through the journey because I feel like a lot of times we as women, like we're physically going through the experience of the miscarriage, but we have to, I think it's important that we acknowledge that our husband or whatever is also going through his own pain and his own journey of healing. And I think that it's important for us as women to to make space for them and maybe not in the brink of our own healing, but at some point, like make sure that he knows that, you know, that he also has to heal because I feel like for the first two miscarriages, my, my first two miscarriages, like, I feel like, uh, I don't think that I, I acknowledge that as well as I could have. Um, And so you were asking, like, how did I get to a point of healing? And I think that, like you said, um, there's a real power in sharing your story, whether that be to your husband, whether that be to your mom, whoever you feel most comfortable with, whether that be to a therapist, actually saying your story out loud and, and letting yourself speak it as it is for yourself, not saying what you think people want to hear or, or anything like that, um, saying it as you feel it, as you've experienced it is very powerful in the healing process. Just letting yourself let all of that out. Um, I think that is really key. And then, um, prayer is definitely important part of healing, um, mentally, physically, all of it. I think there's also lots that we can do far as, uh, I think that is a really good time, even though it might not feel like it. Um, going through that healing process, like becoming more in tune with our body, like uh, paying attention. Are we in pain? Are we experiencing pain? 
in like our uterus, in our pelvic area, our, how is our menstruation? Um, how is the rest of our cycle? Uh, like really educating ourselves about what is the healthy range for all of that and kind of getting in tune with where we're at with that and figuring out what tools, because there's a lot of tools that we can use to get to a more optimum place with that, figuring out which tools will work for us because there's diet, there's supplements, there's massage, there's so many different things. And maybe it's not even a physical thing. Maybe you just have like a mental block. Maybe you have like something emotional that you need to work through. Because again, these, all of these things, if you're too stressed out, that can affect your fertility. So like looking at the whole picture of our whole self is super, super important. Um, again, for me, the biggest part for healing um, was allowing myself to just say what I was feeling. And I think for the first two miscarriages, I don't think that I allowed myself that space. It wasn't until the third miscarriage. So I had the two miscarriages and then I had my son. And so once I had my son, I feel like I almost got to a space where I was like, okay, maybe, you know, that was a blip and, and now I'm good, <laughs> but it didn't happen that way. And so I think that once I had that miscarriage after my son, that was when like, it really truly felt like devastating for me in a way. And so that is when I realized, like, I really need to take the time and figure this out and let myself go through this and heal from this heal through this. Yeah, that is so true. And I love that you mentioned that there's so many options when it comes down to the healing process and that mm -hmm. the healing process isn't just one thing. It's a whole, that is yep. so true. Yep. And I didn't learn that until my actual, my third miscarriage. Mm. Yeah. Um, I was not aware of that at all, you know? I think at times uh, the way that we communicate with our parents at a young age can really like make a difference in the way that we end up taking care of ourselves down the road. Yeah, yes. And there was a lot of conversations that we didn't have about mm -hmm. the body and just, you know, so many different things. So sadly, it took me going through my third miscarriage to learn mm -hmm. like, you have PCOS, you have wow. all these different things that now you have to monitor and you have to tend to health-wise to make sure that your womb is healthy, everything is mm -hmm. operating right. So I end up having to shift so many things health-wise to be able to eventually have another kid. And it's you know amazing that that happened because most women that have PCOS, they don't have kids at all. Right. Yeah. So, yeah, it definitely plays a huge role. Like when you have to relearn your body after years <laughs> upon years of living a certain way and you're like, okay, so I need to understand ovaries. <laughs> and, <laughs> you know, it's a huge mental change. And yeah. I think for me, it was like, I think that played a role in my guilt at first because it was like, oh my gosh, why did I not know that? You know, like if I didn't knew this, once again, the mental thing, if I knew this, then the miscarriage wouldn't have happened. Mm -hmm. When, when I talked to the doctor though, she was like, no, because there were so many things happening 
the baby was already there in the middle of all those things. So, I mean, it would have been a hard pregnancy. Right. You know, there's not much you could have done. And I'm like, okay, so it takes a lot. But when we come through that awareness and the acceptance that we don't control everything, some things are going to happen. And then we start to work on what we can work on. Yes. And take care of ourselves, work with ourselves mentally. Cause I did have to work on myself mentally yeah. after that, because mentally I still was in the, I feel horrible because it's my fault. Right. So I had to work on that too. And it, it definitely can be tough, but it's definitely doable. And like you said, we do have to hold that space for ourselves to allow ourselves to have the room to heal and to go through it the way that we need to go through it. And sometimes it can be hard because we create this little bubble mm-hmm. of, you know, just kind of like going through the emotions but not really dealing with the emotions. Yes. Um, yeah. So it can kind of like make it feel like a safe place, but you're really not healing. <laughs> <Absolutely. laughs> We're dealing with that anything, but it's still good. <laughs> I think we fall into that a lot. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I definitely went through that and I hate it, but I think sometimes we may need to actually just kind of go through that being naive a little bit (laughs) to get to that (laughs) that realization that eh, I might have some work that needs to be done. So yeah, it happens to the best of us, but it's so needed when you finally get to the other end of it and you see that, okay, I got through that tough moment. It is like a, like, wow, I'm strong. I'm very strong. I'm very powerful. And it makes you look at yourself in a whole nother way. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it does. So that leads me to one of my last questions, which is what advice would you give a mom that is mentally she's just trying to take in everything that just happened she's lost one of her first babies and she just doesn't really know how to feel what to think what to even do not like what advice would you give her I think my first advice is there's no right way to go through this experience um there's no right or wrong way to go through this experience And I think, again, going back to making space for yourself to speak your story out loud, whether that's writing in your journal, whether that's uh, literally saying it to someone, whether it's just giving yourself the time to just let everything come up into your own head and just like letting it all flow. I think that's very, very, very important. Um, And then once you allow that to happen, I think you you can have a clearer space in your heart and your mind where you can kind of decide which way you're going to go. Because again, there's so many routes you can take as far as healing, um, testing, all of those things um, as far as like physically moving forward. But I think that you have to get to a space inwardly to where you are okay truly okay. Um, And that does not mean that you never get upset ever again, or that you're fully, you know, that's in the past, because I don't think that's realistic at all. Um, Maybe for some people, but you know, it's, it's not my experience um, at least. And so I think like allowing yourself to heal emotionally and figuring out what you need for that, whether it is 
you know, getting therapy, that's an option. Going to support groups, that's an option. Whether it's just having alone time for yourself where you can cry, uh, you know, journal, whatever the case might be for your self-care, um, get through that. That's that's the first ingredient, I think, in, in successfully healing. And you have to make sure that you let those negative thoughts come up. It's my fault. I should have I shouldn't have lifted that. I shouldn't have drank coffee. I should have taken more vitamins. I should have, shouldn't have done this or that. Uh, Let those things come up, but constantly remind yourself that it's not your fault and not everything is in our hands. Uh, Ultimately, you know, we don't control everything. Once you can say that and understand that fully um, and, you know, as a person of faith, knowing that, you know, God is in control and it might be hard in this moment, but God has a plan for you. It might not look like what you thought it would look like or wanted it to look like, but ultimately it will work out for your benefit. And so I think like letting go of control is also a key to healing. Yes, I so agree. I agree so much on so many levels with what you said. (laughs) I do. Yeah, the healing process, it's a journey of on its own, yes. but it's not just yours. It's you and mm-hmm. God, literally. Absolutely. Yeah, I love that. And I would love to know, um, how can they find you if they would love to learn more about you, see all your resources that you provide? How can they get in contact with you? So... Um, you can go to nourishingourhome.com. There's stuff about miscarriages and all sorts of stuff. Well, I want to thank you so much for coming on the show. I feel like your tips are going to be very helpful and needed, especially with something that is, you know, a topic that we don't talk about often as moms. And I think this is going to make a difference for them. So I'm excited for them to hear this. And I just thank you for coming on here and spending some time with me on the Mom Chat Show. Thank you. It's my pleasure. That's it, mamas. Thank you so much for spending a little time with me on the Mom Chat Show. And I would love to connect with you more. So to make sure of that, click that follow button and also follow us on Mom Chat Show on Instagram, where I will talk to y'all again next week. Bye, mamas.